0: I'm passionate about helping folks live life with peace of mind and ease of heart while not losing their, well, you know, here we go. Hi, and welcome back to the Consulted Counselor Series. In this series, I answer parenting-related questions so that you could be present and at ease with your child and live life mindfully. Today's question is, with the holidays right around the corner, I'm thinking about getting my kid a cell phone. What age is the right age? That is a very great question, as kids usually do get gifts like this for the holidays or for their birthdays. And the answer is... There is no right age to get a cell phone, meaning that I can't tell you a specific number. However, it all depends a lot on the maturity of your child. So there's a couple of things to consider. And the first is responsibility. Having a cell phone is a huge responsibility because obviously they're expensive And it's a huge responsibility because of the access that they're given with a cell phone. But regardless of the cost, the first thing you want to consider is, is your child responsible with their belongings, with other things that they value? So for example, with their glasses, with their homework, with musical instruments, with with their backpacks and all other belongings, can they put them in a safe place? Do they always know where to locate them? And have they ever lost any of these things or misplaced any of these things? If the answer is that they always know where everything is, then perhaps they're one step closer to getting ready to have that phone in their hands. The second thing you want to consider is, does your child respect passwords? For example, can they keep safe secrets with you? Kids have to understand that having a password even to their phone, same thing with different email accounts, social media accounts, kids must understand that sharing their passwords is like sharing the key to their house with a stranger. If you consider your child to be too young to have a key to your home, then they're probably too young to have a cell phone in their hands. Also, point number three, let's not forget that phones are computers. This is no longer 1992. So yes, they can make calls, but if it's a smartphone, they have the entire world at the palm of their hands. So if the goal is to have your child communicate with you solely, flip phones may not be cool, but it does get the job done. If the cool factor is important to you, I get it. A different option would be to get your kid an iWatch or any other type of smartwatch. So if you have a smartwatch, you can set it up so that your child only communicates with the phone numbers that you put in. They cannot receive any other calls or texts, nor can they place any other calls or texts from people that are not on their contact list. You can also set it up where they don't have access to search the internet on their phone and you have control of all the apps they use. You even have control whether they can open and use the phone during the school day. And if they do use it, you can see at exactly what time and for how long. It's a great option, especially for kids that are a little bit younger. If you just want a lifeline of communication to them for safety purposes, this is a great option to go instead of giving them the phones to too early. The fourth point you want to consider is their maturity. Is your child mature enough to handle having a computer in their hands? Is your child easily influenced? Is your child considered to be a bully or are they considered to be an easy target? Please understand that when we put our kids behind a screen, they become much more brazen than they would in person. So these are all very important points to consider before giving your child a phone, a.k.a. a small computer, into the palm of your hands. And when considering all of these points, it's not only keeping in mind if your child is responsible enough and blank enough to have a cell phone in the palm of their hand, but also are you ready to have these constant and consistent conversations to educate not only your child, because in most cases they more often know more than adults do, but to educate yourself on what your child may know and to educate yourself to keep your child safe. So if you have a young child or if you have a tween or teen, I would highly recommend for you to know all of the social media platforms, at least the most popular ones, and perhaps even to have an account yourself, especially if your child is to have an account themselves. Also, be smart about where your kids are hanging out. It's no longer just that they are at a friend's house or they are at the park or staying after school at a club. When your child has a phone in their hands, they are now hanging out on any platform or app or internet website that they have access to in the palm of their hands. So we have to know to educate our kids on the concept of like stranger danger again, back in the nineties. Now it's stranger dangers in regards to how do you interact with people who you do not know in person? Do you hang out with them on social media? Do you become friends with them? Do you engage in conversations? Also understanding the parental controls that each application has or that the phone in general has so that you know what they have access to or what you're giving them or allowing them to have access to have. Just as we wouldn't put, for example, a pornographic magazine in the palm of their hands, we have to make sure that they have everything in place so that they don't access those things, not even on purpose, but that they don't access those things even by mistake. And it starts with the knowledge that we first have as parents, how we set up their phone and how we set up the parental controls on all apps on their phones, if you are even to give them a phone. It's also a good idea to monitor how we use the phone ourselves because our kids are watching everything that we do. So if we're always online, that's the behavior that they themselves are going to pick up. So I highly recommend for there to be times at home where you have the phone turned off or at least your child's phone turns off and perhaps yours on silence so that you have the time to connect in person with good eye contact to still make conversation so that you have the strong foundation of a family bond there. You may also want to consider doing the same during dinner time, perhaps during homework time. And please, please, please never leave a phone in a child's room overnight it's just too much of a temptation. So I always recommend families to have a basket in their homes if you have multiple children so that all the devices go in there, not just a phone, but a Chromebook, a laptop, an iPad. Everything gets turned off, put in the basket and placed in the parents' room so that the kids don't have access to. And then in the mornings, everybody can have their devices back. Again, it's just too much of a temptation and our kids lose a lot when they lose sleep. That's always the number one thing to watch out for. So know that technology is ever-changing. And now, I mean, toddlers know more about phones and devices more than perhaps their grandparents do. So it's our job as parents, as educators, as anybody who works with kids, to implement these tips at a very young age. And remember that it's much easier to control the actions and what an eight-year-old has in the palm of their hands as opposed to an eighth grader. So the earlier you start, the better. So I hope this helped. If you think it could help another mom or dad friend, be sure to share it with them and subscribe to my podcast so that you don't miss the next one. If you have any questions for the Consult to Counselor series, you can always email me at podcast at freetobemindful.com or DM me on Instagram at counselor v de Jesus. And remember, in a world where you are free to be anything that you want to be, you are always free to be mindful. Thanks so much and catch you next time.